0: This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network.
1: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
2: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
0: Hello, and welcome to the stand with Aine Dunphy. Now, last night, when it appeared that RTE through the new Director-General, Kevin Backhurst, and Ryan Tuberty were possibly going to have a deal that would see him back on radio. There was the shock announcement that Backhurst, Director-General, had broken off negotiations and he declared that Ryan Tuberty would not be returning to RTE anytime time soon. It was yet another development, quite a surprising development, in what will be known, I suppose, and remember, as the Ryan Tubbity saga, but it has much more than Ryan Tuberty's future to consider. RTE is in crisis, and indeed, since the Tubbity affair broke, five million has been lost in licence fee as people refuse to pay their licence fee. The journalist who broke this story initially was Fanon Cheon, Ireland editor of Independent Newspapers, and he joins us now. Fanon, remind us about the first inkling we had which you published in The Independent, that there was something awry here.
1: Yeah, so in the the third week in in June, I started to hear that there was something going on major in in RTE uh, that there was a huge Financial and corporate governance uh, scandal uh, had emerged uh, involving the management of RTE, and that D Forbes had had departed. And as we were digging into that, you know, R.T. was saying, "Oh no, D Forbes hasn't left. She's just gone on holidays. It's the end of her her term as secretary, as as director general." So no, no, no. There's nothing. There's nothing going on with with, with D Forbes. there's no answers coming back about a wider financial uh, issue. Ultimately, we went. Uh, and ambushed the, the Minister for the Arts and Media, Catherine Martin, and said, what's going on in RT? Is there a major financial uh, and corporate governance issue? And she confirmed that there was and that RT would be would be, would be making uh, a statement. So at that point, uh, that's the story we broke, that there was a big corporate uh, governance and financial management issue emerging in RT. We didn't know that Ryan Tuberty w- was involved. We were hearing something about... A star in RTE, but with no idea uh, that it was the biggest star uh, of all. Later on that day, uh, RTE's board came out with their their statement, uh, which outlined three hundred forty five grand's worth of undeclared income uh, from RTE to Ryan Tuberty, or or so it it appeared. Uh, so from from that point, uh, we had a report. Uh, from Grant Thornton, the auditors, which RT published a couple of days later, which showed us that he had a side deal with the car maker and car dealership Renault, uh, which would pay him 75 grand a, a year, that Renault had pulled out of that deal, that RT ultimately ended up paying that money between 2020 and 2022. And there was also a reference in the original RT statement. That said, between 2017 and 2019, Ryan Tuberty was paid 120 grand more than was uh, publicly declared. And that RTE, the RT board couldn't explain this and that they had commissioned an investigation. But it was widely interpreted right across the board that this meant that there were secret payments of 345 grand over the course of six years to Ryan Tuberty. We've had to wait until this week, eight weeks later... To discover that that 120 grand worth of payments to Ryan Chubberty, there was nothing secret about it. It was in his contract. It was money that he was paid. It was marked in the RTE payroll. It was flagged in subsequent uh, negotiations uh, on a on a future contract. He was uh, entitled to that to to that money. But what had happened was that the RTE management decided to reduce the sums of, of money that he was paid when these figures were officially declared to the parliament and, and to the, the public. Yeah,
0: they didn't want anyone to be getting over half a million a year. Is that the Yeah idea? The,
1: the, the 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 hypothesis put forward by Grant Thornton in this second report is they don't have a, a they didn't get a reason or a rationale uh for this decision being taken, but their hypothesis is the net effect was that this brought Ryan Tubertes' declared public salary below five hundred grand, and that that was important because of the political sensitivities uh, around RTE uh, and their financial position and seeking additional taxpayer money from the the taxpayer and and so on. So, in effect, the picture being presented by uh, by Grant Thornton is that. RT decided to conceal part of Ryan Tuberty's uh, salary uh, in order to make it it look better, but that Ryan Tuberty had no hand after part of this, and actually the report shows that when Ryan Tuberty and his agent were were told by RT that they were going to that RT were going to engage in this accounting measure, that they flagged their concerns about it, that they weren't happy with it, uh, and that they uh, objected. Uh, to it, so the only criticism you can you can posit against uh, Ryan Tuberty is that when his salary was officially declared, he did by his employers, he didn't come out publicly and say that's not my salary. I was actually paid more than that. Yes. Beyond that, he's not culpable here. It was he didn't do anything anything wrong, and the Grant Thornton report clearly shows that. At the end of the Grant Thornton report, it goes into. A little bit of detail around the the Renault deal, and the reason for that is because they're dealing with what were the officially declared sums for Ryan Tuberty. So let's bear in mind, Grant Thornton did a big report two months ago, took them uh, the best part of twelve weeks uh, to do a report on the Renault deal, the barter account, the the invoices that had no names and no details on them, and so on and so forth. So all the Grant Thornton were doing here was a tidying up exercise and saying between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two. You then had a uh, separate bunch of payments to to Ryan Tuppery. Here's what was declared. Here's what should have been declared. Signing off on that. Ryan Tupperty's interpretation uh, of uh, that uh, report by Grant Thornton has has landed him in a, a spot of bother. Yes, because over the course of the last month, Ryan Tupperty was engaged in negotiations with Kevin Backhurst, the new Director-General of RTE, about his return to the airwave. He's been gone since the 22nd of June, when this whole uh, payments controversy uh, emerged. He issued statements at that time that were seen to be fairly tone-deaf, although in retrospect, he was right in part uh, of, of his rationale at the time that this was all an RTE problem, wasn't of his making. Uh, and he appeared before two his committees for, for seven hours and so on and so forth. It has largely been been seen, viewed, interpreted that his explanations around the Renault deal don't really stack up. They're not. They're not all that credible.
0: Yes, he and his agent Noel Kelly insist and insisted throughout those two hearings you refer to, mm. Fanon, that they didn't know that the seventy five thousand that was being paid extra. That that was coming from Renault?
1: Yeah, that that was coming from RTE. As far as they were concerned, it was coming from
0: from Renault. From Renault, yes. They didn't know it was coming from RTE. A
1: side deal that they negotiated that this was normal. He was doing extra things for it. The sponsor was kept happy. What was the problem here? No, the problem was... The 75 grand from the, the first year was paid by Renault, but it was paid back to Renault by RTE via a credit note off their, their advertising account, so it was effect effectively paid by RTE. And in the second two years, those two payments of 75 grand were paid to Ryan Tuppery directly by RTE from their Barter account through an invoice issued by Noel Kelly's uh, company, uh, which basically didn't complain any details on it. And Largely speaking, the, the suggestion put at the Iraqis committees was this was an effort to conceal what the the money was actually for. So Ryan Tubby reopened that issue this week, yes. where in in a statement that he issued in response to Grant Thornton. So he welcomed the findings of Grant Thornton, which is fair enough. He says he did not claim one hundred twenty grand in fees, which was due to him in twenty twenty. That's a reference to a bonus of 20 grand that he waived, that Grant Tornan says he waived, that he was entitled to. And also that he did not agree with how RTE proposed to account for this decision. That's also correct. There is correspondence there from Noel Kelly, his agent, to RTE uh, objecting to that. He also said uh, he has offered to publish the details of any future RTE contract. That's correct. And that he was committed to re-establishing the confidence of trust of his colleagues and listeners Uh And he acknowledged the huge support that he's received uh, from people across the country. So that was all building up towards this report exonerates him on that aspect uh, of the 2017 to 2019 payments. He's been engaged in negotiations with RTE. He's on the way back. However, there was one glitch. He has a line in his statement where he says, it's also clear my actual income from RTE in 2020 and 2021 matches what was originally published as my earnings for those years. And RT has not yet published its top ten order details for 2022. Technically, he is correct. From a political, uh, HR, uh, and sensitivity perspective, this was was not a, a great wound uh, to reopen. He was effectively saying that the what the stated uh, salary figures that. that RTE are now standing over uh, are not correct because they include the Renault deal and they shouldn't include uh, the the Renault deal Uh, technically he's correct, in 2020 he didn't receive an additional payment, he was due 75 grand, that was paid in 2021 we know that from invoices by Renault and then repaid by by RTE then in 2022 he was paid an additional 150 grand uh, for two years worth worth of that deal there was never an original figure uh, published by RTE on the top 10 earners for 2022. So therefore, it couldn't have been incorrect because it was never published in, in the first place. So that's that's his excuse there. He's looking at the Grant Thornton report, the latter pages, the appendices towards the end, and saying, look, it says quite clearly here, I was, I was paid when I was, I was paid. Uh, RTE are of the view that this money was paid by RTE that that's what they have stated, that Grant Thornton backs them up in terms of saying that it was right and proper from an accountancy perspective to say that this money was paid by RTE. And also, they are basically saying this does not display a a contrition on Ryan Tuberty's part around that Renault deal. It means that he is not taking responsibility for that aspect of this controversy that, yes, RTE uh, is responsible for the for the vast bulk of it, but there has to be an element of the blame accepted by Ryan Tuberty. He's not doing that, therefore, deal off. We're walking away.
0: Yes, and Backhurst has come in, and I'm sure I'm if you'd agree with me, Finon, If you look at the overall picture, the corporate governance, the huge amounts of money paid, and all of the facts in this very large threat to the public service broadcasting system. Ryan Tuberty's fate is the least of it, isn't it, really? Because what we're looking at here as a result of the Tuberty affair is corporate governance in RTE, where was Dee Forbes? She's ill, she didn't attend. Jim Jennings, the head of content, who's a very key figure on the, on what was the executive board He also hasn't appeared. But there has been a lot of evidence about excess and about bad governance, bad systems, and expensive waste in many ways. But Backhurst, just to go back to the reason last night it broke down, for Backhurst, this was the final straw. He was offering an an olive branch, but Ryan Tuberty... And perhaps his agent insisted they wanted to have the last word.
1: Yeah, they, they, they were insistent that this report effectively not just exonerated him on the 2017-2019 payments, which they're absolutely correct on and they were correct on from the start uh, on that. And it was very unfair uh, of of the RT board to, to drag him into that aspect of the controversy uh, to start with, in effect, uh, he was declared guilty until he was proven innocent, uh, and they have a very valid point there, and they have good grounds for for grievance. But on the twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two Renault deal and the barter account and the invoices, they do not. And there this this consistent pattern from Ryan Chubbly that that was a wholly uh, uh, and an utterly explainable situation. There was nothing to see here. Move on. it, it Really didn't hold uh, water. Uh, and he seemed to be over the worst of that. Now, he was prepared to pay back 150 grand as part yep. of this return. So there was various elements to his return to, to the airwaves. He was signed up on a new contract for 170 grand. That's about a, a third of what he was making last year. Yeah. Uh, when you include uh, his late, late show and his radio salary, and you, you chuck in his, his, uh, his Renault side deal uh, as well, so that was a substantial pay uh, cut. He was going to come back, do his radio show nine till ten Monday to Friday. And he was going to do some additional podcast work, and we assumed that he was going to be free to do uh, additional TV work for for producers who were doing shows uh, for 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 RTE, whether that be interview or or, or feature uh, or or whatever, and also. He was gonna be back on air in, in later basically two weeks' time, September the fourth, when yeah. everybody is, is back this back to school, back to work. Uh, it's the, the, the start of the autumn season, RT. He was gonna be be back then. One presumes when he went back the air, on the air, there was gonna to have to be some personal statement from him apologizing for this whole whole affair and hoping he can rebuild trust and uh, with, with his listeners and, and so on and so forth. And a third element of that deal. Uh, was that he was due to pay back the 175 grand that he was paid by RTE last year under this contractual uh, arrangement that RT had underwritten with Renault as a side deal uh, for 75 grand over the course of, of three years. So a deal was in the bag. It just wasn't signed, sealed and delivered. And what Kevin Backhurst is saying uh, is that, look, there was a breakdown in trust here. He issued this statement he didn't tell us he was going to issue a statement. There is a, a an aspect of that statement that we disagree with fundamentally here. So therefore, look, time time to call a halt to this. Maybe we can return to the topic at, at some point in the future. From Ryan Tupperi's perspective, he's saying, look, all I was doing was, was stating what's blindly obvious from this report.
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: Now, to go back to the bigger question, which is public service broadcasting in this country and preserving it in a sort of manageable form, the Public Accounts Committee and the Media Committee in the Eruptus are waiting to see and call back RTE executives and no doubt Kevin Backhurst, people that they haven't spoken to like Dee Forbes and Jim Jennings. This is far from over, isn't it, Fanon? Because we have to, those of us who believe in public service broadcasting, want RT to survive. However, it has to survive and be lean and financially viable.
1: Well, they're going to be pretty lean, uh based upon the amount of income that's going to come into them over the course uh, of the remainder of of this year, because they're already down 5 million euros, they already had a financial crisis uh, in in place. Uh, RTE has been saying for the best part uh, of of a decade that the licence fee needs to be reformed uh, or increased give them a more Sustainable funding model because advertising revenue, like every other media organization uh, beyond those involved in the social media world, uh, has been, has been falling uh, for them. So, ironically, they were actually due to get a resolution to all that, uh, between uh, negotiations with, with the government through the, the, the minister, Catherine Martin, who's due to bring reforms to the government. And then this whole issue, uh, Broke up, uh, blew up, and became a bit like a Russian doll. You went down through it, and there was more yes. and more and more more elements uh, to the to the equation. So, in in that regard, their hopes of a new form of license fee or guarantee of funding from the government uh, are gone for the time being. A budget is coming up in October. We expect there'll be some form bridging funding uh, emergency uh, bailout for them at, at 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 that point. And the the issue at hand is that for Ryan Tuberty's perspective is Kevin Backers described him last night as the face of the scandal. Yes. Now, Ryan Tuberty, when he went before the office committee, argued that this was not the Ryan Tuberty payment scandal. It was the RTE payment scandal. And when you look at it in its entirety, you kind of go, yeah, you've got a point there, buddy, but except you're also the best known presenter in Ireland. You presented the flagship uh, chat show the last uh, fifth, decade and a half. So therefore, in people's heads, they're always going to associate an individual uh, with, with a controversy and, and you're it. Killing off that symbol uh, of this controversy by not renewing Ryan Tuberty's contract, not bringing him back into the organization, doesn't make the problem go away. No, If anything, the crisis is growing because with each week, more and more people are deciding, I'm not paying my license fee. And actually, at, at the end of this week, when you read the Grant Thornton report, you will see a complete lack of financial uh, credibility, uh, accountability, transparency, governance, and even respect for the national parliament in the manner in which yes. they went about, about their business. So what came out this week, yeah, at the end of it, they can turn around and go, well, listen, we, we, we sacrificed Ryan Tubberly because we think this is, this is very important. It hasn't helped their cause in terms of getting people to, to shed out that money.
0: No, and just a final question, Fanon, about the overall concept of public service broadcasting in this country and how it might be funded. That's now the Public Accounts Committee and the Media Committee are on their case, and the government is clearly aware of the importance of it. The public, as you point out, is now ambivalent really <laughs> they want to make sure that the money they pay is properly used so this is a crisis that goes way beyond one person
1: yeah absolutely and and if you if you look at it in the round uh, go back to covid-19 and the pandemic yes suddenly the government uh realized that the social media companies that they have been sucking up to for the previous two decades were of little use to them uh, when it came to uh, the the public being provided with accurate yes. information that is tried and tested, that is, is checked out, uh, and, and so on, that you could just rely upon conspiracy theories over on social media, but in what they would, would regard as the mainstream media, well, there is actually a balance. There are actually people checking facts uh, and and so on. So there was a realisation then that public service, journalism uh, and broadcasting and publication is actually important, that they can't just leave it to the Wild West of, of social media uh, and that, that therefore... This is going to have to be properly funded into the future. There was a commission on the future of the media. It was basically nicknamed the Commission on the Future of RTE uh, because it largely speaking been focused on, on RTE as the, the deliverer of public service of media. And it recommended, its key recommendation, which was basically rejected by the government, was that you should scrap the license fee, pay RTE and other public service media directly out of taxpayer funding, that that will provide a more sustainable and, and fair model into the future. That was rejected by government, but it, it now looks off the back of this entire controversy that perhaps something along those lines will have to be brought back into play. Uh, if the trend continues with the license fee and it turns into a kind of a water charges situation where people look at it and go, there's no consequences and I don't want to pay this money, I don't see why I should, and there are no consequences for not paying it, then that creates an even bigger uh, financial crisis for for RTE, one which government will have to address at some point.
0: Yes, and compared to print media, which is struggling, Mm. the advantages RTE have, looking for advertising, and in many ways they are a huge monopoly, they don't play by the rules all the time, and media in general has to be very wary of the times we are in we can't be giving hundreds of millions to an organization that's run the way RT has been run
1: no and and, and very definitely the 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 governance structures of the organization are are, are going to have to change yes. and that's from the the board uh, down uh, that's readily accepted and agreed. And we're going to see, I think, substantial changes both in terms of the management and also the oversight and supervision uh, from from the board uh, coming, down, coming down the tracks. Even this week, we were learning that the board has been kept in the dark uh, on information coming from the auditors, which was specifically commissioned uh, for them. So that's going to have to, to change. But also, not just the funding model, but the budgeting within RTE is going to have to change yes. as well. There, there's going to have to be an acceptance. They're not going to be getting as much money as they were uh, in the past. Uh, times are, are changing in, in, that, in that regard. So we await to see uh, what, what model of RT emerges out of this. Is it a slim down uh, model that is basically, this is the journalism and the current affairs and the public sector element. This is the, this is the and that's going to be publicly funded. And this is the commercial side, which is about entertainment, and that will be, be funded uh, by advertising. And it has suited RTE over the years to blur the lines over the two. Part of the lack of transparency here was that they were always able to cite commercial considerations and say, oh, might be, there might be public money going in there, but it's also commercial money, and therefore we can't tell you uh, how that was spent. And we saw that in particular... Uh, with the Toy Show the musical disaster, yes. which lost 2.2 uh, million
0: two point 2,
1: 2. two million million yep. quid, and that was classic excuses from RTE about oh we're transparent, but up to a, up to a point. So all of that is going to is going to have to, to to change. But winning back public support and and public trust is is not going to be uh, easy here, and it's it's not going to be a, a quick fix or or an immediate. Uh, solution uh, either it's going to take them uh, quite some time, uh, and in the meantime, their their funding is dwindling away.
0: Finan Chin, Ireland editor of independent newspapers, is very grateful to you for joining us today. We're grateful to Finan to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.